Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for December 13, 2019. In today's news, Sydney, Australia could soon be seeing taller buildings. ThyssenKrupp is making its elevator division more attractive to potential buyers. Wago has named Crescent Supply its authorized distributor. A new Seattle transit station includes heavy-duty escalators. And a man's quick thinking saved a dog whose leash was caught in an elevator door. The New South Wales Australia government has given, in principle, approval to planning controls that will remove a cap on building heights in Sydney's CBD, the Urban Developer Reports. The draft Central Sydney Planning Strategy, the first major change to the city's planning regulations since 1996, was unveiled in 2016. The new regulation would allow developers to build taller than the current height limits, 300 meters of CBD towers restricted to exclusively commercial use. The new rule would allow buildings 24 stories taller than the city's current tallest commercial building, the 244-meter, 50-story Chifley Tower. New South Wales Planning Minister Rob Strokes and Sydney Lord Mayor Clover Moore has given their approval to the new development strategy, which would also require new towers taller than 55 meters to be at least half commercial. ThyssenKrupp is cutting costs, adding lucrative service contracts, and increasing factory efficiency in its elevator division to make it more attractive to potential buyers, Reuters reports. The source notes the division is the world's fourth largest maker of elevators and escalators and by far ThyssenKrupp's most profitable business unit. ThyssenKrupp Elevator aims to increase its adjusted operating profit margin from 11.4% in 2018 and 2019 to 11.5 to 13% in 2020 and 2021, bringing it more in line with the profit margins of Kone, Otis, and Schindler. Bidders include Kone and private equity firm CVC and another group consisting of Advent, Sinbin, and the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority. Binding bids for the division, which analysts say could fetch up to 17 billion euros, are due by mid-January 2020. Wago Corporation recently announced signing Crescent Electric Supply as its authorized distributor. One of the U.S.'s largest electric supply distributors, Crescent offers a range of electrical, industrial, automation, and datacom products through more than 140 branches in 26 states. Several elevator-related products are already on offer, and more look to be added with some of Wago's products. Its complete line of spring pressure connection products include DIN rail mount terminal blocks, chassis mount terminal blocks, printed circuit board mount terminal blocks, relays, signal conditioners, power supplies, surge suppressors, and more. 
escalators that are heavier duty than those at existing stations in Seattle's sound transit system were among features system officials showcased during a media tour of the nearly complete Roosevelt Station on December 10th, the Seattle Times reports. Part of the northward expansion of the light rail line, Roosevelt will join stations in Northgate and University District. It is part of a redevelopment that includes affordable housing and a public plaza at street level. Sound Transit has been dealing with escalator outages, including at the University of Washington station, where riders were forced to wait 45 minutes for elevators during a breakdown last year. Being in the right place at the right time and quick thinking led a Houston man to rescue a dog from potential injury or worse when its leash became caught in an elevator door. Fox 8 is among news outlets to report. The incident happened on December 9th when the man took a parking garage elevator to the ground floor of the Houston building where he lived. A woman with a small dog on a leash boarded the elevator as he exited. On a long leash, the dog remained outside the elevator as the door closed and its owner inside holding the other end. The incident was captured on security video which showed the man jumping into action and quickly removing the leash from the dog's neck. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.